Why are so many dogs suffering from health issues? Actress Katherine Heigl, who's helped save over 16,000 dogs through her foundation, says she's seen more health issues with the dog's joints, odors, and health than ever before. And after doing a ton of research, she feels there's one place we can look to improve any dog's health. What she discovered is that the way many dog foods are made can actually create toxins that could be wrecking our dog's health. And this is true for many premium brands. Fortunately, she found that just by adding a few special superfoods to her dog's food, she saw huge transformations in their health. She's made a 20-minute video explaining step-by-step how anyone can do this same thing to see incredible changes in their dog's health. Now, my dog, Phoebe, is the queen of our house, and I can tell you that her health is extremely important to us. She is a part of our family. I watched the video, y'all, and I was amazed by the things I didn't know that could impact your dog's health. This 20-minute video is packed full of tips that I've already started with my dog, Phoebe. I'm noticing more energy, healthier skin and coat. If you want to keep your dog healthy and happy, go to badlandsfood.com RLRC and watch Catherine's video right now. Again, that's B-A-D-L-A-N-D-S-F-O-O-D.com slash R-L-R-C. Hey, y'all. My wife's biggest struggle this past year was fighting the symptoms associated with menopause. Hot flashes, mild mood swings, and sleeplessness. She had them all until she tried Hormone Harmony. She was amazed at how much Hormone Harmony reduced her symptoms and supported her mood and her general well-being. Hormone Harmony is not just a supplement for women going through perimenopause, menopause, or postmenopause. It's become a phenomenon. Women cannot stop talking about it on social media. A bottle of Hormone Harmony is sold every 24 seconds. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens. Now, here's the beauty about adaptogens. They help the body adapt to any stressors, like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. So hormone harmony isn't just for menopause. Any woman with symptoms of hormonal imbalances can take it. But it's perfect for those horrible menopause symptoms that put a woman's life on hold. Hot flashes and night sweats, racing thoughts and low moods, Poor sleep and feeling tired all the time. Occasional bloating and gas. No desire to be in bed next to someone, if you know what I mean. Yeah, Hormone Harmony can help with all of these things. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code RLRC at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code RLRC for 15% off today. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Real Life, Real Crime, the podcast. As always, I'm your host, Woody Overton. And today, I'm going to be concluding with the courtroom testimony and the death penalty phase of Eric Mickelson for the murder of Charles Martin. What we're really getting at is that Mickelson uh, confessed to killing Christy O'Pryor, and they never found her body, y'all. So this is the very last part. 
the prosecution gave its opening statement in the death penalty phase. The defense had their say-so, and now the prosecution is getting up to do the closing, final closing arguments, and listen, because it's good. And then we'll be concluding the series. So um, when I say the court, it's the judge, and then when I say the, the attorney's name, that I'll be reading the attorney's statements, okay? So the court, we will be in recess, recess for about 10 minutes, it says a short recess was had, and it says the court, and they're bringing the jury back in. Ladies and gentlemen, let me announce once again, there is to be no cell phone use in the courtroom. I've said this a few times. During the closing arguments, the deputy sheriff had to seize a cell phone or two. Please make sure that there's no cell use. There is one attorney, I understand, that was even playing a computer game during the closing arguments. I'm sorry to say. Please tell me that's not true. But in any event, no phone use at all. If you use your cell phone, you give it up. If the sheriff sees you doing it, it's confiscated. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. No recording. And all of this is by law. So no recording of anything in here. No use of cell phone. If you use a cell phone and I see you doing it, or a deputy sheriff sees you doing it, it will have to confiscate it. And I hate that. I have to even make this statement, but it's the rules of the court, so please abide by them. And the record should reflect the defendant is present with all his lawyers. Is the state ready to proceed? Mr. Hall, yes, sir. The court, bring in the jury. So they weren't in yet, y'all. The court, bring in the jury if they're ready. The jury's returned to the courtroom. The court, please be seated. And rebuttal, closing argument. Rebuttal, closing argument. Mr. Hall, y'all, that's for the prosecution. Mr. Hall, thank you, Your Honor. May it please the court, mercy. Mercy is what he's asking for. I want you to consider right now the truth of what I'm saying to you. Mercy to the guilty is punishment to the victim. That's what it is. That's what this is. In this world, it's not mercy that we're lacking. I tell you what's lacking in this world is justice. People cry every day about how wrecked our system is. It's because evidence like that walks people like Eric Mickelson. Is that the mercy we're asking for? And he plays a tape. That's what this case is about. Is that the grace that we saw? Mercy in grace? That's an insult to you. Plays in another part of the tape. See what I mean? You think about that family. That's what this case is about. This case is about the Martin family. This case is not about, oh, oh my God, calling my mama in here to beg for my life. He didn't give Mr. Martin any quarter, did he? Yeah, we talked about that, didn't we? Yeah, we talked about having the room kicked open, being advanced years, being scared out of your mind and having somebody come in there and choke the life out of you? Christy O'Pry, we didn't call her family, did we? No. We didn't give her any second shots, did we? You heard his words. I choked her out. She just didn't even move, and he does that because he likes his victims meek. He picked on the most vulnerable. You should hate him. 
You should despise him. He should disgust you. The court. Do you need the lights dim? Mr. Hall. It's okay, Your Honor. Whatever the court's pleasure. I'd ask otherwise, and I've got people working, but whatever the court is comfortable with. The court. If you want them dim, we'll dim them. Mr. Hall. It's fine, Your Honor. We'll get back to the dimming. One thing that you ought to know about our system, like when we look at these doctors who came in here and the defense that has been proffered to you and other things that you may have noticed about this case that is constantly true. Whenever anybody is in trouble, they instantly turn into the scapegoat. Everybody is putting down on me. The poor state of Louisiana is just coming down and accusing me of this murder. You know, they don't even dignify Christio Prize death with an admission. During Boisdier, they had just kind of peppered through, really sopped all the through their arguments, they said. Well, you know, he took responsibility. He cooperated with the police. Even read you a little thing from Detective Gordon. Detective Gordon is telling him whatever he needs to to keep that case being solved. That's what Detective Gordon is doing. Do you think Detective McConnell is Eric Mickelson's friend? Did you make that mistake? Was that too hard for you to fathom? Because they sure do want you to believe that. They want to humanize him in any way they can. Well... I would agree from their defense point of view, he needs that because of the egregious nature of what he has done. You know that picture I put up first, and I don't want to keep harping it up because I really don't like just beating you to death with these things. But I want those images seared in your mind like they are seared in mine. And I I call that one the silent scream. And boy, you can just see Mr. Martin. You can see the horror coming out of him, right? Well, that's that's what he needs, right? Because I'm talking about our sense of justice, our basic sense of what's right and wrong. I'm talking about why we have this system, right? Why is death an option? I'm talking about really old law. I'm talking about something like I can express best through the Roman concept of Lex Talonius. The deed done should be equaled and the punishment rendered. Does that make sense? We've heard it before. Life for a life. Bruise for a bruise. Strike for a strike. That is what will bring parity here to what happened, and even that only approaches it. Even that is in all these legal trappings. Look at all what we had. He's got to go through this process, and he gets everything our law affords him, everything that he denied his victims. And you think about that family. You think about why we have a system here where a judge sits in front of us and lawyers come and advocate because those people need to feel justice. 
What does Paige Dowden think? What does Jordan think? What does Phil Martin think? What does Cindy or Cynthia Grove think? What does Tracy Trent think? What does Martin Grove think? What do all those children, grandchildren, and great-grandchildren think in their hearts every day besides the fear that he inoculated them with? You know, when their dad had to spend the night with them every night for years on end, Stacy tearfully said, that may be at an end now. I mean, they may not. You don't think stuff like that is going to affect them the rest of their lives? You know, my friend Bill, he told you very well exactly that kind of sick hope that people in that position rely on. I mean, the idea that Christy O'Prize dead is not dead and left her daughter, her dog, her clothes, every single thing that she had and just whisked away in the middle of a guy who was admitting to killing somebody else, cut them up, taking them directly to the body parts. And then when all that matches up and that somehow the rest of what we have to say, even through the evidence, even though the evidence heavily suggested is untrue, is ludicrous, not worthy of your belief not worthy of your consideration. In fact, there is a rule of law that is frequently read in the guilt phase. I believe it was in this case. But it says, if you think that a witness has deliberately testified falsely, you are justified in disbelieving every single word that witness tells you. Well, that's some sort of logic. Same sort of logic ought to apply where you know that the defense has been this disingenuous with you. Oh, he didn't have a specific intent to kill. He was under the domination of somebody else at the time, except for the fact that he's done it before. He's planned it. I will tell you where Christy O'Pry is right now and why she's not going to walk through that door is because she's in the BFI, the city dump. That's where she is. It's horrifying to think about her body parts are out there now. Her torso has followed dust to dust. That's why we can't find it. It's over 11 years when we start to try. It's too hard to put the pieces back together. But you got the physical evidence at the bottom of that pond that corroborates his statements. You know this idea that the treehouse didn't exist is preposterous. He said it existed at that time. And that's he's out there doing these things to Christy. Oh, well. Yeah, well, there's that. I tell you, in the South, we have a lot of different traditions. You know, but this is very much the South. 
you could tell from the temperatures outside every day. And one of those things that's shared among many of us is the idea of an open casket funeral. Not everybody does it, you know. Some folks want to just go see their loved one and maybe just have a private moment, but the casket itself is closed. But we've all been to funerals where you have got the long line and everybody has a final little touch, you know, and he is so vile, he even denied them that last basic, most essential closure. Not even that, right? It's not that I just took a person out. It's that I did horrible things beyond that that makes this case so rich in need for the death penalty. Any verdict you render that is anything less than death, I mean, 100% consent, you know, to the extent that somebody says, well, you know, I listen to these doctors. This motion of mercy appeals to me. Anything hurts that family. Hurts the victims who we're trying to restore order for the best we can. And the best we can is death. And it is incumbent upon you to do it for all of us. I personally enjoy responsibility. It is something that steeps me in purpose. It steeps me in why I get up, why my feet hit the ground. When I look into the eyes of my daughter, I am proud because I know I am doing her right. I don't know who these people are for you, but I know you all have them, and that's who is counting on you. Every single one of them is because you've got to do the right thing. There's only one right thing, you know. You could try and do the easy thing. The easy thing, the easy thing to do is just, hey, we can't make up our minds. Let's go. But tell me a time in your life where you've seen where the easy thing was the right thing. Everything that's worthwhile doing takes a little bit of work to do. It takes a little bit of determination. It takes some mental. That's why you were selected. You're the cream of the crop, you know, and I need you to have it now. I tell you, Mr. Price has a nice way of speaking. I actually like his voice very much, but as he was speaking, it was one of the hardest things I've had to sit through in my life and listen to all of that as he just kind of droned on with that nice voice of his. And I thought, mm, got, got kind of sleepy in the courtroom just a little bit. I felt that. I don't know if it's just because of my position or if it was more universal than that. I think it is. But that kind of haze, if we let it get down on us, if we don't look at what the evidence is, if we don't keep that truth in our way, we will get lost and not know the way. The thing he said went on about Angola and what happens in Angola. There's not been any evidence as to what happens in Angola. Angola. 
Now, I could tell you outside of this case all day long anything you want to know about Angola. I do a lot of stuff down there. But there's no evidence that there's not drugs in prison. There's no evidence that people don't get killed in prison daily. There's no evidence that you have a lot, a, a loss of contact with your family. There's no evidence that any of the things that he said would be so horrible or true. I'm not trying to tell you prison is a nice place because it's not. But I think we all know this notion of how the prison systems in the United States are becoming more and more joke-like on a regular basis. I want you to consider the effect of that because whether it is the most horrible thing your mind can imagine or whether something more true pops in your head about how our prison system is, life is still life. As he draws breath, he can draw enjoyment. As he draws enjoyment, he can have contact with his family. All the things that he has taken away from everybody else. I guess you just can't put any parallel between death and even the most miserable life. That's how I would say it. Because as long as I'm moving, I'm trying, and I can still do, I can still find some worth. I can still find something to feel good about. He doesn't deserve any of those things. There's not, there's got to be a parody here. Remember our concept of justice becomes our laws? Without the sword to enforce the meaning of the words are just words, right? Who does your verdict speak to? Everybody is watching what you're doing. It's not just a packed courthouse. Everybody. You know, he made a nice recitation in his argument, and I know I've told you already how I feel about Mr. Price's voice. I think he's a nice person outside. And I'm having to advocate on different sides. We're friends, but in that way, he gave this nice idea of charity and mercy. And the good thing about being on my side of it is that I get to say, even though his lawyer says this, this is what Mr. Mickelson says. This is about Christie. He plays a portion of the confession tape, y'all. This is what he says about Christie. Again, he plays the part about having sex with Christy and murder and everything else. There we go, right? Hidden on all sinless now, right? I don't care how you dress it up, right? Is that somebody who's just making some stuff up? Plays another portion of the tape, y'all. He made sure of that. Plays another portion of the tape, y'all. Right? That's why she's not here, right? Birds picked her clean. Left her out in the open, okay? You have so much when you're in my position that you want to say, that you want to do, 
that you want to get across to the jury and you never know when something is too much. We heard hours of argument before I stood up, but I want you to remember back to my initial closing argument when I took pains to show you what a liar Eric Mickelson is and I did it through his own words. I want to do that again. And I want to talk about why Christy is dead. He says, I don't have any attraction to her, right? And as we go back to the pictures, that's what he's saying. He doesn't have any attraction to her, you know? When I look at that, I'm instantly amazed how beautiful that young girl was. You see this reaction in the men all the time to a pretty girl who turns their heads and, and pulls us around by our nose. To say anything that she was short of amazing is an understatement. If that was a man, was that attractive? I would be jealous, right? I wouldn't want him in the room with me. I certainly wouldn't go out to the bar with him. But Mr. Mickelson says this. Plays the tape, y'all. Didn't care nothing about her, right? Not a bit. And then we go down and we hear this true reaction where he starts getting a little excited. Plays the tape, y'all. And then he goes on to elaborate her. Plays the tape, y'all. That's why he killed her. You know, he's a five-time convicted felon. He's a devil murderer within that he's a necrophiliac. He abandoned his kid. What did they say? What name? One thing, name one other thing than this mercy concept. It just defies imagination. And then we talk about there's some good in him when he's asked, you know, how do you feel about Christy? tapes played y'all I don't feel on that no more not really the goodness of the human spirit Mr. Price was talking about he talks about you recall having to deal with her after she's done like he's put upon like he's put upon and you know that Jordan there is just telling you she's, she's grown up now right and thank God she's made it. You know, she is of age and age and this time in her life. When we're graduating high school and walking across the stage, right? Shout out to Astro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples. My allergies are throwing my whole morning off. Do I sound different to you? I love that. You sound like, it's that time of year there, bro. I sound different to me. I feel like I'm in a submarine. Yeah, well, have you tried Astro? It's faster, bro. Oh. Right? Astro is the first of its kind nasal allergy spray. It is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Astro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength, indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. Hey, I use this 
and you should too, Jim. Last weekend, I planted my garden, and it's that time of the year, and my allergies really kicked up with it, right? I use AstroPro every time my nasal allergies flare up, and I'm always amazed at how fast I'm back in the game, down on those rows, playing my stuff. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with AstroPro. Go to AstroProAllergy.com for a discount so you can AstroPro and go today. A-S-T-E-P-R-O Allergy.com. It's faster, bro. Uses directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. AstroPro and go. It's springtime, boys. The grass is green, the birds are chirping, and the kids will be out of school soon. That makes it the perfect time to plan a family vacation. And we know from the stories we cover that this is not exactly the time to take the family to the Caribbean. You don't want to end up in the middle of some cartel drug shootout. So this year, it's time to take an international journey. And of course, a big international trip is just one reason to learn a new language with Rosetta Stone. You might have a different one. Maybe you want to connect with family or friends living overseas. Maybe you want to acquire a new skill for work or better understand a certain culture. Rosetta Stone has helped me have fun with my mother and at least have partial conversations in Italian after only a few lessons. Rosetta Stone is the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users in 25 languages offered. Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish, and many more. Rosetta Stone immerses you in many ways. No English translation, so you really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. Intuitive process, you pick up a language naturally, designed for long-term retention, speech recognition. The true accent feature is like having a personal trainer for your accent. Rosetta Stone is convenient and an amazing value. That's right, Woody. A lifetime membership has all 25 languages for any and all trips and language needs. That's lifetime access to all 25 language courses Rosetta Stone offers for 50% off. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Real Life Real Crime and Daily Show listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. Sayonara. And look out there and see mom. Nope. Sorry. Can't have that. You know, Mickelson has got a kid at the time he's choking the life out of that mother, right? He knows what it is to be a parent. Doesn't really know what it is to be a good parent, but he knows what it is to be someone who abandons people like that in the kid's poor effort in reconnection with his homicidal maniac father, end up in court as some excuse is disgusting. He's just using the kid, right? Blade on your heartstrings? Let that pluck on your heartstrings. Let that pluck on your heartstrings for a minute. Let Paige Dowden pluck on your heartstrings for a minute. You know, when we talk about it in the quantum... And he gets really, really proud of himself, right, for being what he is. He likes it, okay? You've seen some reaction in court. And I've seen 
every single one of you look up in that transcript and look over there at him. Some of you have seen what I'm talking about. Some of you haven't. Discuss among yourselves at your heart's content. But he gets visibly excited at being the center of attention. And if what you have seen with your own eyes is not enough, let's listen to what he says to the police. Tapes played, y'all. He wanted a good one. I'm a good one. Good training exercise for a green one, right? He's real excited here. Plays the tape, y'all. Well, if you heard that, well, if you heard that, how many points is this going to put on you all? How many points is it because I'm pretty cool, right? Okay? All right? Because I'm crazy. Psycho killer, right? Like it's something that's just straight out of Hollywood. That's a movie. Tape played, y'all. You can hear the joy in his voice, right? These people are going to be wanting to burn coming where I'm at. I'm the celebrity. All eyes are on me. I have been dreaming about this moment since 1996, since I killed Christy. And in my head, it has become glorious. So glorious that when I enter the house of Charles Martin, I take a great delight in killing that man. And I want to have Susie with me. And I want to take her with me. But I don't think Susie ever realized is that pretty quickly, if they had gone on down the road, Susie would have been dead because she was a witness. And we don't leave witnesses behind. And we know the only reason that this case is broke is because the efforts of that gentleman right there. Now, Rod Johnson, and you know what I think about that man, this man brought it home. This man convinced this killer that he didn't have a chance, and it was only when he didn't have a chance that the case broke. As it broke, he began to enjoy the macabre scene that he had brought on Caddo Parish. So when we start talking about who this is, who enjoys it, and what he's doing, this is what he thinks about killing multiple people. Tape play, y'all. He's a killer, right? Still feel the grief, right? Talking about multiple people, right? I need you to not have any doubt in your mind as to what the right thing is. You may feel like I'm pummeling you a bit right now. And it is intentional. There can be no mistake. There can be no level of discomfort with it. Yes, we're talking about killing somebody, but we're also about talking about doing it for ju a just purpose. A just purpose. I'm making just as plain as I can for you. I don't want you to go back there and go, oh, well, I wonder what the state thinks. It shouldn't be that. So let's play in your head. Let this play in your head as you make your decision. Let this play in your head. Tape played, y'all. 
Let this play in your head. Tate played, y'all. Boy, he sure does love that, doesn't he? How about a little bit of that on his house? How about just a hair? Because you know what we're talking about here is going down and doing some time on death row and then effectively being put to sleep. It's not quite the same. I would argue to you, though, it's the best that we can do. It's not just we aren't even beginning to talk about actual justice. It's not what we believe in our hearts what justice is. Justice is getting things back. Justice is at least as bad as what you was visited upon us. You know, we don't do this to lower crimes, but because it's so important when you get up here in these ultimate harms that the law still provides for the death penalty. That's why that is the great of why of why we are here because those people need it. The parish needs it. Now you got this heir of his family that I need to address. You got his brother with a kidney ailment and I'm sorry for that man. I sure am. But it doesn't remove the fact that his brother is why there's not that kidney available or the possibility. And now I'm talking about possibilities because I don't know. But I would suggest to you that there is time to make whatever arrangements they need to make pretty simple. And that's no matter where he is. So I do have sympathy for his brother. He doesn't belong here. He put his brother here. All right. And then his mother. His mother. Now, she was a pretty pretty sad figure, you know. I don't wish anything bad on her, but I've got one telling telling piece of evidence about that tape played, y'all. Right. The investigation back in 96 goes into 97. Those deputies are out there, she knows. I tell you right now, if my kids get in trouble, I don't care. I don't defend them. I didn't care. I don't really hold it against her, but she knows. She knows it's time to give him up. That's my point. Now, I want to leave you with a couple different things. And first is Mr. Mickelson's message to you. Tape played, y'all. How are you going to answer that, right? How? Now... We're inside. Now we see what he is, right? You've heard his doctors. His doctors did not back off. We're not saying he doesn't really know what's wrong, right? They don't say that. In fact, they get really hesitant about actually speaking the words of a diagnosis, right? You saw that. They kept wanting to say he's a schizophrenic, like, and kept using that like modified, right? And they just kept kind of breathing on it. And then the family, they give us this schizophrenic disorder. I'm fine. Because people have these disorders and they are treated every day. They walk among us. 
some of you have them in your family, okay? All of us are affected by different things. Chemical dependency comes to our lives. All of these things that we've talked about, we deal with. You stand up and you walk the line and you walk it straight. I've already told you, I do it for my children every day. I need you to do it because justice demands this, demands it. And in case, just in case anybody is thinking this ludicrous thought, oh my God, life would be worse in prison because it's so terrible. I would suggest to you that it's not. I would suggest to you that within the realm of your experience, You've heard about things like the Angola Rodeo. You have a truer measure of life, what life down there is really like. But just in case you don't believe any of that, I can tell you what Eric thinks and what he'd rather have. Tape played, y'all. Get to let my spirit entertain my flesh a little bit longer in the world. And every day you let him exist, every day that you let him go on, every day that you let him is an injustice. So there's a clear expression of everything I know to tell you. I didn't hit every single thing Mr. Price said. I disagreed with it 100% down the line. I think it was clear from how we asked our questions, you know, where we're coming from. And you know what this case decides. You know what needs to be done. And I've been a part of this process that has selected you because we trusted you. All of us trust you. Please take a look at them before you go in there. Focus on them. Paige, Jordan, Phil, anybody else in the audience that I can't see because I'm arguing, take them with you. Take Mr. Martin's harmonica with you. Think about Caden, his grandchildren, grandchild and his great-grandchild, take that with you. There's only one thing. It's death. I tell you this every time you know it is my honor to get to announce this and ask this from you, and I appreciate everything that you have done. Please honor me. Please honor all of us with a good verdict. Thank you. The court. All right. I would ask the deputy sheriff to assist providing a copy, the jury instructions, et cetera. All right, y'all listen, this rest of it, the lawyers have agreed upon what can be said. It can be said in the uh, judge's instructions to the jury. And what that is, is called charging the jury. And, um, the jury receives instructions on what they are allowed and aren't allowed to consider before going back to find Eric Milkson 
guilty of the, of the death penalty or receiving or given them the death penalty. And it's long. I'm not going to get into it. But it is, it, I mean, they talk about Christio Pride and, and that the body wasn't found and, and all that, but he confessed to it and, and what have you. So I'm just fast forward to the jury comes back, right? They come back in the courtroom. So the jury comes back in the courtroom. I'm beginning with the judge's voice. The court, ladies and gentlemen, judge says, as soon as the defendant is present, we will then get the alternates in here and we'll have the jury of 12 come in and the verdict will be read. I do not want any reaction to the jury at all. We respect the verdict of the jury, whatever it is, and therefore do not make any, don't have any reaction, no shrieks, no applause, no anything, please. And then he goes on about cell phones again, y'all. Let me turn it off, et cetera. And let's get to it. The court, please bring the jury in. I do want to state for the record that the time is 8.08 p.m. The defendant is present with his lawyers. The state is present through the assistant district attorneys and the district attorney, Charles Scott. Bring them in. The jury enters the courtroom. The court. Please be seated. Miss Miller, has the jury reached a verdict? The foreman. Yes, sir, we have. The court. Please hand the verdict to the deputy sheriff. Miss Miller, the jury will need to go back to the jury room and write out the actual verdict, please. Write it out, date it, sign it on the form. Again, and they, they bring them back in in the court. Miss Miller, please hand the verdict to the deputy sheriff and please be seated. Ladies and gentlemen, please listen to your verdict. Having found the below listed statutory aggravating circumstances or circumstances and after consideration of the mitigating circumstances offered, the jury unanimously determines that the defendant Eric Dell Mickelson shall be sentenced to death. Aggravating circumstances found. Number one, the offender was engaged in the perpetration or attempted perpetration of aggravated burglary, perpetration of simple robbery of Charles Martin. The victim was 65 years of age or older. Ladies and gentlemen, is this your verdict? The jury says, yes, sir. The court. Does either side desire the jury to be polled? Mr. Price. Yes, sir, we do. The court. I will hand the verdict form to the deputy clerk. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a procedure authorized by law. Please answer yes or no to the question by the deputy clerk. And the clerk says, Jose Garcia. The verdict rendered is death. Jose Garcia, is this your verdict? Juror Garcia, yes. Tokara Williams, the verdict rendered is death. Tokara Williams, is this your verdict? Williams, yes. Karen Miller, the verdict rendered is death. Karen Miller, is this your verdict? Karen, yes. 
Maddie Nosley, the verdict rendered is death. Maddie Nosley, is this your verdict? Juror Mosley, yes. Clark. Troy O'Quinn Jr., the verdict rendered is death. Troy O'Quinn Jr., is this your verdict? Juror O'Quinn, yes. Clark. Noel Moore, the verdict rendered is death. Noel Moore, is this your verdict? Juror Moore, yes. Janet Sinclair, the verdict rendered is death. Janet Sinclair, is this your verdict? Janet Sinclair, yes. Clark, Howard Levine, the verdict rendered is death. Howard Levine, is this your verdict? Juror Levine, yes. Clark, Melanie Rogers, the verdict rendered is death. Melanie Rogers, is this your verdict? Juror Rogers, yes. Clark. Jessica Brown, the verdict rendered is death. Jessica Brown, is this your verdict? Juror Brown, yes. Clark. Ann Higdon, the verdict rendered is death. Ann Higdon, is this your verdict? Juror Higdon, yes. Clark. Lauren LeBlanc, the verdict rendered is death. Lauren LeBlanc, is this your verdict? Juror LeBlanc, yes. The court. All right. Thank you. The record, of course, should reflect that the jury is unanimous on its finding. I would order that the verdict form be filled and be made part of these proceedings. I will also file into the record the list of the aggravating circumstances and the list of mitigating circumstances that the jury had in the jury deliberation room. And this will conclude these proceedings. And he goes on to thank the jury all and all that. Um, and they give um, him a sentencing date. And guess what happened? Eric Mickelson got sentenced to death for choking Mr. Charles Martin to death. And he was in his 80s, y'all. And first of all, for breaking in the house to commit a robbery and then killing Charles Martin, choking him and cutting up his body and disposing it. But they called him and the jury of his peers voted death. But it wasn't for Christy O'Pry. He admitted to it, y'all, and there's hundreds and hundreds of pages of him confessing to murdering Christy O'Pry and cut, having sex with her dead body and wading it down the pond and going back to visit her again. What the fuck? And she's floating now because her body's bloated and the birds are eating on her and they've eaten her eyes out and all that. So he has to take her out of the pond and cut her up. And he scatters her throughout the parish. Like that drainage ditch I told you about, the little creek that had been dug out where the culvert was. He took them there. 11 years had passed. Russ, her body had gone to the dump, through various dumpsters, like he tried to do with Charles Martin, same way he took him and, and showed him what he did. And he was proud of it, y'all, because he's a serial killer. And I'm betting you dollars to donuts. He's got more bodies on him. And what I mean by that, he has killed before. He killed between the time that he killed Christy O'Pry and had sex with her dead body and cut her up 
He didn't wait all those years just to kill the next person. You get a taste of blood, you're a killer like that, he's got more. So the call to action I'm going to do, y'all, and, and I'm going to give you a little preface on it right now. I'm going to um, call upon the powers that be, and especially in, in the jurisdictions that Eric Mickelson lived in in the time between Christie's O'Prize disappearance, which we now know is murder, and the time he got arrested for killing Charles Martin. And I'll tell you why on the next episode, and it'll be the last since the call to action, and then we're starting a new series season of Real Life, Real Crime. And I just want to thank all y'all. I love and appreciate each and every one of you. This has been the longest series I've ever done. But, you know, I built this platform through y'all over all these years, going on six years now. And I think that if we have a chance of doing some good with it, it's our duty. And I thank y'all for listening, and I love and appreciate each and every one of you. LOPA, Louisiana Organ Procurement Agency. If you want to be an organ donor, you don't have to be from Louisiana. You can be an organ donor from... Hawaii, go to lopa.org and fill out the questionnaire and give the gift of life and sight and all the great things those people do. And they're a nonprofit, and that's why we support them. And they're saving lives every day. And I'm Woody Overton, your host of Real Life, Real Crime, the podcast. Oh, real quick, y'all go follow me on TikTok. It's Real Life, Real Crime on TikTok. Go follow the um, our app, a real life, real crime community app. Uh, if you get a chance, you know, leave us a, a review and and please continue to share. I promise you, I'm going back to the old cop story as soon as I wrap this up. You know, I love and appreciate you, every one of y'all. I'm Woody Overton, your host of Real Life, Real Crime, the podcast. Until next time or ever, don't let me catch you down on Murder Bayou. Peace. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.